Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Season 4, Episode 8 of the Narration of Christian Stories podcast where today is Good Friday and it is time that of the year that, well, I'm going to be telling the Easter story. So I hope you enjoyed the story and I hope you get motivated and inspired by this and it can also help you for those of you that are non-believers that want to become Christians to accept Christ into your lives, which will happen in the end of this story. First, here's something from John three sixteen and 17 for you guys to know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save it through him. And so, I hope you enjoy this Easter story. Mark chapter 14, which is known as the Last Supper. So the two disciples went on ahead into the city and found everything Jesus, just as Jesus had said. And they prepared the Passover supper there. In the evening, Jesus arrived with the twelve disciples as they were sitting around the table. Eating, Jesus said, The truth is one of you will betray me, one of you who is here eating with me. Greatly distressed, one by one they began to ask him, I'm not the one, am I? He replied, It is one of you twelve, one who is eating with me now. For I, the Son of Man, must die, as the scriptures declared long ago. But how terrible it will be for my betrayer. Far better for him if he had never been born. As they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread and asked God's blessing on it. Then he broke it into pieces and gave it to the disciples. Uh, Saying, take it for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and they all drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood, poured out for many, sealing the covenant between God and his people. I suddenly declare that I will not drink wine again until the day, till that day when I drink it, when I drink it again in the new kingdom of God. Then they sang a hymn and went out on the Mount of Olives, which this is where Jesus prays in Gethsemane. And they came in to an olive grove called Gethsemane, and Jesus said, Sit here while I go pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he began to be filled with horror and deep distress. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and watch with me. He went on a little farther and fell face down on the ground. He prayed that, if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass him by. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. 
please, just, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. Simon, he said to Peter, Are you asleep? Can you stay awake and watch with me even one hour? Keep alert and pray, otherwise temptation will overpower you. For though the spirit is willing enough, the body is weak. Then Jesus left them again and prayed, repeating his pleadings. Again, he returned to them and found them sleeping. For they just couldn't keep their eyes open. And they did not know what to say. When he returned to them the third time, he said, Still sleeping? Still resting? Enough. The time has come. I, the Son of Man, am betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up. Uh, let's be going. See, my betrayer is here. Jesus is now betrayed by one of his disciples. Immediately he, as he said this, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived with a mob that was armed with swords and clubs. They had been sent out by the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the other leaders. Judas had have given them a arranged signal. Prearranged signal. You will know which one to arrest when I go over and give him the kiss of greeting. Then you can take him away under guard. As soon as they arrived, Judas walked up to Jesus, teacher, he exclaimed, and gave him the kiss. Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him. But someone pulled out a sword and slashed, out, slashed off an ear of the priest, high priest's servant. Jesus asked them, Am I some dangerous criminal that you come armed with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there teaching every day. But these are thing, these things are happening to fulfill what the scriptures say about me. Meanwhile, all disciples deser deserted him and ran away. There was a young man following along behind, clothed only in a linen nightshirt. When the mob tried to grab him, they tore off his clothes. But he escaped and ran a naked, and ran away naked. This is when Jesus is now crucified. So Pilate, anxious to please the crowd, released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to crucify him. They dressed him in a purple robe and made a crown of long sharp thorns and put it on his head then they saluted yelling hail king of the jews and they beat him on the head with a stick split spit on him and dropped to their knees and mock worship when they were finished finally finished tired of mocking him they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him again then they led him away to be crucified. A man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, was coming in 
from the country just then. They forced him to carry Jesus' cross. And they brought to Je they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means Skull Hill. And they offered him wine drugged with myrrh, but he refused it. Then he nail then they nailed him to the cross. They gambled for his clothes, throwing dice to s decide who would get them. It was nine o'clock in the morning when the crucifixion took place. A signboard was fastened to the cross above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him. It read, The King of the Jews. Two criminals were crucified with them, their crosses on either side of his. And the people passed by, shouted abuse, shaking their heads and mockery. Ha! Huh, look at you now! They yelled at him. You can destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days? Can you? Well then, save yourself and come down from the cross. The leading priests and teachers of religious law also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross so we can see it and believe him. Even the two criminals who were being crucified with Jesus ridiculed him, which one of them decided to follow Jesus, to accept Jesus into his life before he died. And then it's time for the death of Jesus. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Then at that, in that time, Jesus called out, out loud with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with a with sour wine holding it up to him on a stick so he could drink. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Let's see whether Elijah will come and take him down, he said. Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the Roman officer who stood facing him saw how he died, he exclaimed, Truly, this was the Son of God. Some women were there, watching from a distance, including Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph, and Tom. They had been following of followers of Jesus and had cared for him while he was in Galilee. Then they and many other women had come with him to Jerusalem. This is the burial of Jesus. This all happened on Friday, the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath. As evening approached, an honored member of the High Council, Joseph, from Arimathea, who was waiting for the kingdom of God to come, gathered his courage and went to Pilate to 
to ask for Jesus' body. Pilate couldn't believe that Jesus was already dead. So he called for the Roman military officer in charge and asked him. The officer confirmed the fact and Pilate told Joseph he could have the body. Joseph bought a long sheet of linen cloth and taking Jesus' body down from the cross, he wrapped it in cloth and laid it in the tomb that had been carved out of rock. And then he rolled a stone in front of the entrance. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where Jesus' body was laid. Now is officially time for the resurrection, which that's the main reason why we celebrate Easter on Easter Sunday is because of his, not only of his death, burial, and resurrect, and and his resurrection. So that's the reason why that we celebrate Easter is because of his resurrection, which this is the foundation of our faith in God, our faith in Jesus and how we came to be as Christians because Jesus died for us. So, this is Mark chapter 16. The next evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene, Salome, and Mary, the mother of James, went out and purchased burial spices put on Jesus' body very early on Sunday morning. Just at sunrise, they came to the tomb on the way there, they were discussing who would roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb. But when they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, a very large one, had already been rolled aside. So they entered the tomb, and they, and there on the right side, and on the right, sat a young man clothed in a white robe. The women were startled, but the angel said, Do not be so surprised. You are looking for Jesus of Nazarene, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He isn't here. He has been raised from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and give this message to his disciples, including Peter. Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. The woman fled, the woman fled from the tomb. The woman fled from the tomb, trembling and bewildered, saying nothing to anyone because they were too frightened to talk. It was early on Sunday morning when Jesus rose from the dead, and the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman from whom he cast out seven demons. She went and found the disciples who were grieving and weeping. But when she told them that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they didn't believe her. Afterward, he appeared to two who were walking with Jerusalem. Afterward, he appeared to two who were walking from Jerusalem into the country. But they didn't recognize him at first because he had changed his appearance. When they realized who he was, they rushed back to tell the others, but no one believed them. 
So later he appeared to the eleven disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their unbelief, their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. <clears throat> then he told them, Go into the, all the world and preach the good news to everyone everywhere. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These signs all accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name, and they will speak new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and heal them. When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached. And the Lord worked with them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. And so, God loves you so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for your sins. After his resurrection and ascension into heaven, he sent his spirit to live in our lives and empower us to live the abundant life. But we must personally ask him into our lives to be our Lord and Savior. If you are sincere about asking him into your life, why don't you pray the suggested prayer, which is down below here, that I'm going to say. Which prayer is talking to God that God knows your heart and is not as concerned with your words as he is with the attitude of your heart. So if you pray this prayer saying, Lord Jesus, I want to know you personally. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life to you and ask you to come in as my Savior and Lord. Take control of my life. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. Is that the desire of your heart to make this prayer yours? If so, pray now this prayer that I mentioned which I'll say it again. Lord Jesus, I want to know you personally. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life to you and ask you to come in as my Savior and Lord. Take control of my life. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. If you pray that prayer and you're sincere about it, if you say yes and pray now according to his promise, this prayer, Jesus Christ will come into your life. So I hope you enjoyed this Easter story and I hope for those of you non-believers are able to feel, to be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and guided to towards salvation 
then this is the perfect time to do it. And I want to say this prayer to you one last time so you guys can know that if you guys would like to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and ask Him into your life, then this is the prayer that you could ask it. That you could ask by saying, Lord Jesus, I know, I want to know you personally. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life to you and ask you to come in as my Savior and Lord. To control of my life, thank you for giving, forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Make me the kind of person you want, to, want me to be. Amen. I hope you guys can make this prayer as your prayer, your desire to accept Jesus into your life because he did die on the cross for our sins so we can be forgiven. And if you guys would like more, know more about these stories that are being told, then you can contact me at blingblingjosh1 at gmail.com and if not, if we can see each other in person, we can definitely see each other in person and you can ask me then about these stories that are being told. Until next Friday, this has been the Narration of Christian Stories podcast. So yeah, so bye!